And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Plus minus. Curry, way down to bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! Tim Kawakami deserves all the credit there. <laughs> Plus minus. Curry driving again. Tell Marcus that he asked you know, that question about my defense. Do you hear that, Marcus? Anthony, you know me well, buddy. I have a great night. I think you got the highest plus minus in the season in NBA history. Welcome to the free agency edition of Warriors Plus Minus. We've given you the championship edition. We've given you the draft edition. Now it's time to talk about who the Warriors will keep for exorbitant amount of money before they can actually do it. I'm joined by Anthony Slater, Tim Kawakami. And we are awake. Maybe I'm just awake because I just woke up, but I got my hit of coffee. And we are good. What's up, what's up, fellas? Are you ready for the craziness that's about to happen? It's already starting, actually. Happening. It's all happening. And already happening. I don't know. I don't know that the Warriors are going to be too involved in this. I don't know Slayer might be able to. I don't know, man. I'm, 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 he- I'm hearing they're signing people already. Crazy. Crazy numbers. Just throwing money around. <laughs> they don't have a lot of tools. <laughs> they, don't, they don't really have a lot to do here. What, are we gonna? You thinking here about Looney sign resign right away, or are they gonna wait a little bit on that one? This is gonna be the tough one. I don't think it's gonna be clock strikes. You know, free agency relatively quick. At least an agreement. They have to know, right? If they don't know on him, then that means they got to do something else. I mean, they could know though, but does Looney know? I think <laughs> I think Looney would want to see what the market is for him, and I don't know that he's gonna be first on the list. My sense is he does. They want a, a fair market offer, but they need to, you know, and again, like, you know, you're talking about some of the moves already being made. Maybe over the last couple of days, he is finding out exactly what his market is. But I do think there's a desire to make the Warriors pay him fair market value, not just like, all right, Warriors, tell me when I'm coming back. Yeah. For. <laughs> uh, and and yeah, the Warriors don't oh, want to bid against themselves on yeah. him either. Just be I like, agree. look, you've earned it. We know nobody else in the league is going to give you $13 million a year, but here it is. Like, So I think there is a middle ground that might take a couple of days to come to. A couple I days, definitely yeah, not yeah, crazy, couple, yeah. But I guess yeah. I, I think I just I guess my, my point is I think we know what the market value is. It's it's the it's a regular mid level. Now they can't pay him the regular. You know they can pay him whatever. Uh, uh, but uh, the taxpayer the whole loony camp yeah. it disagrees with you vehemently. Yeah. It's Jalen Brunson numbers, baby. Yeah, yeah that that's the market for loony. <laughs> we don't see teams like changing the entire <laughs> roster to make sure they have enough money to bid for loony. Now I think loony's very valuable. Now this is where the point where people might come down on me, but. I think he's valuable, but the market is going to decide this, not what I think or what Looney's camp thinks or even what the Warriors think. It's going to be what the oh, market Oh, what is. I think? Give him yeah. $20 million a year because yeah. he, he's earned give, it. Give, give him, him 25. I mean, you know what? Just for game six against Memphis. But that's not what – you just don't see even Aiton. Like, with, oh, wait, Detroit's going to have all this cap space and they're going to throw this $30 million a year offer to Aiton, you know, who would be above Looney in any normal sense. And guess what? They just ate up all their cap space. So, well, not all of it, a lot of it. And so they might not be bidding for 
DeAndre Ayton. So Looney pops down on the list. As of yesterday, have now pretty much eaten up all of it because they took Burks and Noel also along with yep. what they so, did. So right? like, who's got the cap space to spend even fifteen million dollars a year on Kevon Looney? Who? Like, I'm Orlando. looking. Like, yeah, he's going to sign with Orlando for 15. Is that what he's really going to do? I mean, you know, maybe. And I don't think Orlando would do that. And Orlando's got a million players like that, by the way. So I don't know that yeah. he would do it, though. But what if the Warriors are saying, man, we got three for 27? And Orlando. Yeah, then. Like, then yo, Orlando, Orlando can be yeah. 13. Yeah, then, no, yeah. but then he maybe he says, all right, I got an offer for 13. Give me 11. What do you think the chances are that both sides are like, look, we don't want to do this. Here's a number that makes us comfortable re-signing here let's just do it and knock it out before we even get orlando magic in the picture yeah i think there's a decent chance of that because i think it's clear from both sides like the warriors need kavon looney and like i think we all know like come on looney does not want to leave the warriors and like that is somewhat of a leverage point for the warriors honestly it's it's a deterrent for a team like orlando you know you have a finite amount of time and effort to put into free agency and ways to rebuild a roster and you know you saw it in mark stein's report even though i think looney could be lured into some negotiations and maybe stolen away if you were so much further above the warriors offer but i think most teams understand like look come on looney's probably going back to the warriors like should we even spend time trying to concoct scenarios to try to get him if we don't believe we can get him so maybe that you know again i think this lead up to the week you're finding out the market. So maybe if it's becoming clear to both sides, maybe it is quicker. Maybe it is day one, essentially. Cold-blooded. Looney's basically a restricted free agent without even being. Warriors can match. Warriors can match. <laughs> and here's a question. Does he play it like Andre did in, you know, in 17, where he's I could go first, you know, I want you to trade me here, or I'll sign for nothing, and you get nothing from me for the mid-level. I mean, he literally made that threat, and they said, okay, we'll give you an extra year. But I think they did that because it was Andre. Because, you know, they felt like he, he had given them so much and would continue to give them so much. Does Looney play it like that? I, I don't know that Looney's play. And I, again, I think we know what the market number. It's the 10.38 non-taxpayer mid-level because that's the only teams that would, you know, have like room for him. And, you know, the Clippers, I'm not saying the Clippers, but I'm just saying like if the Clippers lose Isaiah Hartenstein, who, by the way, probably is going to make more than Kevon Looney. I'm just going to say it. People might get mad at me again. Well, Zubac is a very yeah. good. Zubac is a perfect guy. He just got about 11. Three right? for 11. 33. Yeah. So that's Looney's number. That's Looney's number right there. And I think they know the market and we can all argue whether he should get more or less. I just don't think they need that much time to go, oh, my God, can he get 16 from somewhere? I don't think that's there. Or if it's there, it's going to be somewhere where he doesn't necessarily want to go. And you can just go, okay, three for 33, four for 46, whatever. Like, you do that right away. and Or you know it's not happening right away, and you go elsewhere. And I, I don't even know what elsewhere it would be. But they would have to think, okay, this is our deal with him. And if he doesn't take it, we need to know that right now. And I think he's going to take it. And I think even if it's not announced right away, I think it'll be known pretty quickly. His last free agency was similar to this. He was coming off, you know, good playoff run. You know, not the same one. Twenty eighteen, right? Yeah, uh, nineteen. It was the same as the Durant free agency year. Oh yeah, um, that's right. Broken clavicle, yeah. loony. Broken yeah, chest. He was, it was yeah, somewhat yeah. similar reputation, right? Sturdy, plays through anything, helps winning. And he went out, and he, you know, it took a few days. He got interest. The Celtics were trying to bring him and they were actually one of the teams and it, it took a few days and Kavon Looney in within the negotiations obviously goes back to the Warriors but he got a player option which is rare with the Warriors this last season was a player option that he picked up 
So I think there are little parts of these negotiations that can make it drag a little bit. I don't think any of us are believing that it's in any likelihood that he leaves. But, you know, what if he's just trying to get a you know, player option on the end, some different small stuff within negotiations that, that, that drag it a day or two? Also, that was three for 15 back then when he did that, right? So <laughs> Five, five, five. Yeah. yeah. I just think they'll know. They'll know, or they might even know right now, you know, it's 96% chance out of this X number, maybe some wiggle room, but they're going to know. And then, then they can move on. If they don't know, <laughs> they really got to start doing some other stuff. So like, I just think they, they got to know. They, they're going to have to know this really quickly. They do. The only thing I would say is like this is the time of year right now where there are counting pennies because every penny, seven pennies, essentially every dollar, seven dollars, every million, seven million around. So, I mean, th- as much as they can shave Looney down in negotiations, they can, you know, bump Gary Payton the second that's up a little that, bit. That's exactly what I was about to ask. Is it is it worth it for them to say, hey, Kavon, yeah, go see what you can get thinking. You're not coming back with a lot, and the lower that number is you come back with, the less we can get you for, and the more likely we can keep Gary Payton. Is it, is it worth to risk it, and he comes back with only seven, you know? And, <laughs> you know then you or, risk or him signing somewhere else just out of spite, right? And I don't think they want to do that. Now, maybe it would happen, again, it happened in 18. It could happen again, but I think he's earned even more stripes than, you know, way more stripes than he had back then. And he, he wasn't an unrecognized player back then, but so much more down the road, so much comfort, comfortness with, with Steph and Draymond and Clay, and you don't know about Wiseman. You do know that he, you know, he just, he just played 82 games in every single playoff game. You know, that's remarkable. So I, again, I just think knowing the way they work and knowing the way Looney's thinking, like they got a number, they can agree on it or disagree on it, but then it's now. It's not like, you know, is it 11 or is it 14? It's like, is it 11 or is it 11.5? Like that's what I think where they're at, whether there's something on the back end, all those things. You know, I think, didn't Draymond get a, get a no trade clause? Like he got the first no trade clause of this era. Like it, he, maybe Looney gets that too, you know, whatever that means. Like these things. I think are, you need ten and five in the league for a no trade. No trades okay. are super rare. But Draymond uh, was ten when he got the no trade. I don't think he was ten when he. Got well, I think 10, that's 10. the rule. Did Draymond okay. ever get a no trade? I think he did. He got some, he got some extra stuff in there. Or a kicker, or did he get a kicker? Trade kicker, he, probably. Yeah, he got a kicker. Yeah, yeah you a kicker. can get that's trade kickers. A Kavon Looney trade kicker. That would be something. I would guess he, he'd pro- they'll probably search for another player option because that seems to be the trend of you know at least his reps. They you know they got him a player option last time, and that is. Hard to get from the Warriors. And, you know, he's earned it. He's earned, you know, that's what the difference is between signing him for 11 or or not. I'd throw it to him. They need him. They need him in a way that no one else needs him. And that should be reflected in the dollar number. But it also, you have to take a look at the market. And, like, if he doesn't have another offer of anything, of any standing, then the Warriors can, okay, you know, maybe not 11, maybe it's 10. You know, and you, you work it from there. We'll see where he is. You just can't insult him. And you can't make him want to leave just to leave. But I think this will this will work out. Yeah, nine looks great when you get six of the market, right? They could say, hey, man, we got nine. Keep in mind, Looney is 26, by the way. So <laughs> he, this won't this probably won't be his last. Yeah, and it's amazing. Right? Like, he's got like 10 years left of playing the NBA. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. It won't be his last. Uh, how, how obviously what happens with Looney impacts GP2, but is there any... Any thought to maybe Gary Payton II being 
more of a priority considering there might be a greater market for him? I don't think so because you think about if you lose Kevon Looney, who is going to replace him? I mean, you have all James. you have on the roster. All you have on the roster yeah, is like Wiseman, who you don't want to just hand to like a starting role, obviously, next season. Um, and then, you know, like, like Andre Drummond, you're going to go get JaVale McGee again. I mean, you're not getting good value on like basically the veteran minimum or even taxpayer mid-level big man market. You're not getting near Kevon Looney value. Gary Payton II is useful. I obviously would suggest to the Warriors to try to bring both guys back, but... Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, there are young guys kind of flooding into the system. There are wings out. There's just more, you know, realistic wings you can get that could play, you know, a 16-minute role in a playoff game, something like that. Whereas, I mean, you saw it in the playoffs. You mean 25-minute role, baby. (laughs) Gary Payton missed half the playoffs and then, you know, did what he did. Or, or, you know, and but think about if Looney missed half the playoffs. Think about if Looney missed – all basically all the Memphis series and all a the series, Dallas series. Yeah. Yeah. Just, or just game series. six. Or just game six of the Memphis series. And by the way, GP two is twenty nine. Again, you know, on the market, people love scores and they love youth. And he doesn't do either and Mark is gonna get mad at me, but he doesn't score much or and he's not young. Now somebody's gonna value him because he's a valuable player, but it isn't gonna be for one of those crazy deals. Like that just isn't how the I mean, I've been saying this for, for Looney and GP2 well, what's, now what are you months. saying? Like, what's crazy? What are you thinking is crazy? I think the taxpayer mid level is about where he's, you know, or maybe a little bit above is where he's going to end. It's going to be about seven a year. And I think they can, you know, if Looney comes in at 10 and Peyton comes in at seven, I think the Warriors can do that. If Looney goes up to 13, that means I think it ticks down for Peyton. And the same thing, if Peyton ticks up to nine, there's going to be some issues just in the math of that. I think they kind of have a number for those two. And. I don't know. Like, who, is someone going to give Gary Payton second the the, uh, the the taxpayer mid level? I don't know about that. I That's, think, like, you know, you know look, Dallas, I reported Dallas is very interested, <laughs> but they're going to be interested in a lot of players. Maybe I'm not, I'm not saying it's impossible. How they, are they going to get uh, how are they going to get Dragic then? Like, they probably use the taxpayer mid level, right? I mean, that's like there's only so many tools. How old is Dragic? He's probably about the same age, he's a little bit older than Peyton, not that much older. If you're Denver right now, you're like, how do we beat the Warriors in a playoff series next year? How, what's What would help them beat the Warriors more if they have Goran Dragic or if they take Gary Payton away Goran from the Dragic Warriors and have 36. him? No, 36. Okay, he's a lot older then, <laughs> a lot older. But he's all, who's playing on the Serbian national team, right? Uh, Slova- I'm sorry, Slo- is it Slovakian national team? Whatever, uh, with, with Luka right now. It's... Slovenian, right? Slovenia, it's Goran Dragic. We'll see. Again, you're right. You're right. They could do it, but I think they really want Dragic. I think they want... Look, at scoring. They want Dragic is a minimum, I think. Yeah, I think he's a minimum. But I'm just thinking from this perspective of if next year in the postseason, if you think James Wiseman is going to be a player for you, and the Warriors clearly do, you could be looking at a next year, a next postseason where you're either you're playing Wiseman or you're going small. And in that scenario, Gary Payton is going to be more valuable, right? Like, he's going to be more valuable. And you could be paying Kevon Looney, you know, $10 million to be your backup center. I mean, that's what they're 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 expecting Kevon Looney to be their backup center at some point. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't know they, this, I don't know this season, I don't know this coming season. I don't know this coming season. But yeah, I, it, and I don't know. Not what if he playoffs. comes in balling by March? And, yeah. You know, <laughs> look at Marcus like putting Wiseman right. Now. Like, yeah, we're getting I'm just saying March. March is a while. You can't bank on that. You cannot bank on that. 
They already are. No. With what? How? How? The fact that they didn't trade him. No, but it's like, that's the future. The fu- Like, at some point. At some point. I'm going to ask you guys, what do you think would be easier for the front office to justify to Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Steve Kerr? We're spending too much on Gary Payton, so we're letting Kevon Looney go, or we're spending too much on Kevon Looney, so we're letting Gary Payton go? I think it would be easier for them to tell them that Payton's gone, not Looney. Yeah. The guy they said should start in Game Six is the guy. That yeah, I don't know that. Game. I don't know that that's the necessary choice. I'm just saying, if you're looking down the line on this thing, I mean, obviously expecting so next year would be a reach. But if you're thinking Wiseman's gonna play, when, when does when does he, when do you start putting him in the mix? But doesn't the same go for? Moody and Kaminga and yeah, like absolutely. you know taking some absolutely. of those. Moody no played the Peyton minutes in the Maverick series. No question. Yeah, and, no and question. You, you can play multiple bigs, right? I mean, they don't normally, but you can. You can. This league, I, you got to be able to to win a championship. You got to be able to defend on the perimeter. Like that's that's a primary ability, and there's nobody in the league better than Gary Payton. I, I agree, but it's just like, let's see what the market is. And Looney, I agree with Slater. Looney's by far the priority. Just just because of position, just because that he's a known quantity. He's younger. He's three years yes. younger than Gary Payton. You know second, Gary Payton's so, older than Otto Porter? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's like at some point that does work into this, but I, I think that's going to work I into it. I don't his, think it does, though. I, like, yeah. Again, oh, yeah, it does. It it's, absolutely it's only does. for next year. You're not talking about for 2027. Teams think about you. You just they buy do. time for Kaminga and Moody. That's all you're doing. You just buy more. Uh, I'm, I'm just, no, I'm saying what the outside market price is. Like it's just. Oh yeah, it no, matter, I agree. it matters. I, I, and so they have to react to that. And they, if if there isn't this run at for GP two because he's 29, not 25, you know they. I can don't pay think you need a run. I think you, like you said. I think if somebody offers them eight. No, is that eight. crazy? No, but but, but would they rather do six? Yeah, that, they would rather. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, is there? It might make sense to be like, "Hey, man, GP, we got here. You go, it's three for eighteen, right here." And now and, you and go get Looney. Looney. And yeah, Looney. yeah. No, not no, not, I, not get rid of Looney. Not get rid of Looney. But I'm just trying to figure out: is there a scenario where you might? Well, if Looney's on the market, like who who gets more action on the market? Do you think Looney or GP two? I think for their price tag, Gary Payton will because I think there's a belief. Hey, you know, you can maybe snag him away for for a taxpayer mid level of six something million. Where I think you know teams think, look, if we pull throw taxpayer mid level at Kevon Looney, Warriors are matching, and he's going back to the Warriors. And I think that does matter because the teams that will want either of these two teams are mostly contenders, right? They're winning yeah, components. They're not yep. you know hand them over the the third most important contract on the team. So. I just think there's more potentially more activity for Gary Payton the second because there's just more of a belief that if he's second in a priority list of the Warriors free agents, he's more gettable. That's why I was thinking maybe you just knock him out, right? And Looney's going to hit the market. You live with what Looney comes back with and you just pay him. But you knock GP2 out just to make sure both of them come back. If the number's right. If the number's right. I mean, again, you know, it's... it's yeah, right? They, they, they know Eric the Good was his that. agent. He might be yeah. like, yo, give me... the." Give me yeah, three for 30. Yeah. The numbers, the, they know the numbers now. Like, you know, it's illegal to know this, right? It's tamper. You can't, they all know what the numbers nah, are. No, man, at least guys are cracking down on that. They don't that's, know They cracked down they're on not, me, by the not, way. This week, they cracked down right on my head. They're not talking, but, they're not talking uh, to anybody yet. Nobody knows this price tags at all, but we can just see. Like, you mentioned the Zubach, that, that's the Looney number right there. It's 11. That's, like, I, I just think Looney's going to come in at the, at the non-taxpayer mid-level, which is 10 or 11. 
and Payton's going to come in at the taxpayer middle level, which is, what, 6.3. Like, I just feel those numbers because those are the tools available to teams. And I just don't see teams that are going to go over the exceptions in order to, to for those two players. I just think they're super valuable. I would pay Looney $15 million, $18 million. I think that's his true value. Market decides that, not me. So uh, that, I'll, 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 you could put me down. You could put this on tape. I'm saying those are the numbers for those two guys, wherever they end up. I mean, you know, if I'm wrong, I'm terribly wrong, but that's what I think. So combined, about $17 Yeah, million. $17 is about right. Slater, how much way, is that? You know how much how money much? that is? How much tax? 90-something or other. No, it's, a, it's a near 100 Yep. But what are you going to do? I mean, you're not going to you're not going to have a starting center and, and a wing who can guard. Luka no, you got to do mean, it. But it's wild when you really yeah. think about. No, no they're question, about but to... all of them are. I mean, it's all of them. Then that's all of every single player on the roster is costing those. One hundred and nineteen million. So. How much is Steph <laughs> costing them right now? <laughs> now Steph's the first fifty. That ain't the tax part. <laughs> this is how you do when when you have those four players all making their maxes. It's just there's no other way to put together a roster unless you're doing it all for minimums and they're not. All the salaries aren't being taxed, just the ones over the tax threshold. Draft night, Bob was like rattling off all our players or are either on maxes or rookie deals or better minimums. Well, there's a, there's going to be two others. It's going to be Looney and GP2 who are going to come in at, at exception numbers that are going to be in the middle. But everything else, you wipe out the middle class when you do it this way. And they know it, and they're doing okay with it. This also is what seems to make Otto Porter the unlikeliest of this. Anything, anybody else? I mean, Bielitsa, I, I've moved up the my odds on him after I think Steve was the one talking him up. Like they could bring him back for the, for the minimum, right? If, if you, re, if you don't really need another center, but you kind of want another center, the elites are kind of, I mean, he, that's exactly what he was this season. And, and he was pretty good in the playoffs. Well in the playoffs. And yeah, I don't think he's going to have a big teamy pocket either. So if all other things being equal, why not bring him back on another minute? Just give him a 20% raise and bring him back. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I, I bet they just offer him the veteran minimum again. There is interest in bringing him back for everything Tim mentioned, um, and it makes sense. I mean, like, he held up in, like, small bit roles in the finals and the West finals. Like, that tells you plenty, really. I think it's a mistake to bank on that again. I think those spots should be used to fill holes that they didn't have. Those minutes are Kamiga's minutes. Yeah, but – those minutes can be Kaminga's minutes still, mostly, right? I mean, Pialitza is being signed to be a specialist again. I, I just think if you're going to bring back the same roster, the specialist needs to be a rim protector. <laughs> well, isn't that James Wiseman? I mean, no. Well, then, you guys just like, told me he wasn't playing. <laughs> well, that's the problem. Like, I agree, though. I agree. That is the problem. They're not going to block James Wiseman's path to playing time. They're not. When you're going for a championship, you need situational things. Like, that's what Bielita was. He was a situational fill-in. And he right. worked in his Yeah, situation. he worked. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to work every time. I think he had a really good postseason run. But there were glaring needs that they had. It was just glaring. They needed something at the rim. Like, they have nothing at the rim. I, I can see you saying, if you're saying James Wiseman is going to be that guy, that only, that only means... I'd say go for Peyton first if that's if that's going to be. The They're case. paying him nine point six million next season. They yes. need to decide, and we already know what they are deciding. They're going to pick They've up his fourth decided. year option, yeah. which is twelve point one million. Hold on, did he, they pick it up? I thought they were. I thought that was like down <laughs> to the wire. Contemplating. No, they're picking that up, <laughs> and they need. Are you sure though? Because that's a some major decision looming here. 
I mean, it's very bad for them if Steve Kerr is saying, hey, you know, we need some rim protection in this four-minute pocket of the second quarter, and he's looking down the bench, and he can't say James Wiseman. That's a problem, considering what they've invested into him, what he's making next season. So I just they're building the roster under the belief that he can be the solve of that, but also... But not this year. No, I mean, I think that they, they believe they need to go to him to see that if he that's can't what i was just year. saying that, that at some point especially you get playoff time that if you're thinking yo wiseman's gonna be a player by playoffs like not a superstar not a dominant but he's going to be a fixture in the rotation whether starter or backup if that's the case to me that makes gp2 valuable because if you're saying wiseman is in though that's that's directly coming from Kevon Looney's minutes. So I would that, that to me puts the But if you're saying on, Moses Moody and Kaminga are in and that's directly coming at Gary Payton the second minutes. I think it's Wiggins and Clay. Okay. <laughs> I mean there's a lot of like moving <laughs> no, no. components here. I No, there there are, but I, to me like if you're going to try to repeat I'm just looking at what they didn't have. It's really tough to just really just run it back with the same team with the exact same flaws. I also think what win a championship does is gives you some cachet on the market and increases the likelihood that somebody's going to go ring chasing with you. Who's your I don't know, but I'm just saying Bielitsa and Otto Porter and Damian Lee and JTA, like those are, well, two of those spots are already gone with Patrick Baldwin and Ryan Rollins. So you're running out of spots where you could maybe add somebody who's way more valuable than the minimum to like bolster your roster so you could try to repeat. To me, I think they got to at least investigate that before they just bring back guys. If you go down the spots, like, I mean, I think our, all of our sense likely is that Damian Lee and Juan Toscano Anderson are the most vulnerable roster spots. Those spots are taken, right? Well, I mean, it depends on, yeah, but then if we're subtracting Porter and some other guys too. I'm just saying guys on the end of the bench who aren't playing, right? Those are two spots. Well, the big one that hasn't been decided yet is Andre Iguodal, who seems to have an open invitation back on the roster, but obviously is contemplating retirement at this point. They still don't have that answer. They're going to need it pretty soon. We will be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. David Yerman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yerman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife, Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful designed objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son Evan continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and Cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. 
Michelob.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Well, you could go into it thinking 14, 14 roster spots and your 15th if Andre comes back. Playing rotation spots like 8 and 9 or 9 and 10. That's Violita, that's Otto Porter, Moody, right? Well, but the Moody and Kaminga and Wiseman theoretically are going to take some of those spots. So I see what you're saying, but we're but Slater and I are just like, we've already moved those guys up. So the open spots are, you know, not necessarily veteran veterans. You know, they're they're more upgrade if they can upgrade from Damian Lee and JTA. Can they? You know, maybe get a little. You know, as I said, a little more specific. Get that extra big body. Get that. You know, possible third point guard. I don't know. They absolutely need a. Yeah, third I got point too guard, many but- players on a roster. <laughs> from what I'm gathering, Rollins has basically filled that backup guard spot. So, you know, I mean, like you could see the Ricky Rubios out there, you know, coming off an ACL where you could see that really making sense within a warrior system. Steve Kerr, I'm sure, would love that. But uh, my sense is if they're adding any other veterans, it's likely to be wings because, you know, assuming they bring Looney back and already drafting Rollins. If they haven't brought TP2 back, they absolutely need wings. They always like wings. But, but there's already 10 dudes under contract. So there's not like there's not all these spots. And if you're bringing back, Porter and Bielitsa, what's left? Yeah, two spots that may or may not play very much. No, there's there's ten there's there's ten guys under contract, and that's not Looney or not GP two. Yeah, it's going to so be you 12. can't bring back all four of them, and then add veteran help. That's what I'm saying. One of those two spots got if you if you add a player, it's because you're not bringing back Bielitsa. If you add two, it's because you're not bringing back Porter. But there are no more spots after that. They've got 10 guys now under contract. You add Looney, you add GP2, that's that's 12. So you got max three spots left. So I'm saying you can't have Bielitsa and Porter and go get somebody else. I don't think Porter's coming back. I, I just don't, I think the marketplace is going to speak on that one. And maybe you, you go for a Porter, another version of Porter. Which, by the way, Bielitsa somewhat is. Like, you know, he's provides a lot of what Porter does, which is stretch shooting at the big spot. They're not going to bring them all back, and I would think Porter's the one who could go. And and, and maybe it, it turns out that JTA and Damian Lee, they have spots too. I don't think so, but maybe. But, you know, this is a spot where you take the flyer on. You go, is Danilo Gallinari going to be out there? I, I doubt he would come on the veterans minimum, but maybe you slice a part of the the, the uh, taxpayer uh, mid-le- mid-level, maybe somebody else. There's not that many guys out there. I was thinking Torian Prince, but he just signed for $16 What's million. What's Gary Harris going to get? Gary Harris is one. I, like He's not a wing-wing. He's kind of a small wing, but that's a that, that isn't that like an Otto Porter-ish? Not from a He's a Otto Porter as a guard, a, right? Yeah, from a career. Like, first-round pick, bounced around, has injury issues, but no question can, has talent, can shoot the ball. If Clay sitting for five games, Gary Harris can actually start for you a little bit. Like, that's what I'm like. Is he an upgrade over Damian Lee? Absolutely. Could he use one year with the Warriors to get his market value up? Absolutely. He's like 28, I think, something like that. Like that to me is you don't do auto porter. You do somebody in another version of auto porter. And I like the name Gary Harris a lot. DeLon Wright. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, there's guys. There's guys. Will they take the veteran minimum? Will it take some part? Of that, the that's why there? I think you got to investigate that before you just go sign in the, the exact same roster back, right? To me, you got to investigate you that. You can still get Bielita and, like, they're – you know, other spots, <laughs> you know, if you lose Damian Lee, you lose JTA, you lose Iguodala. I mean, where are you, Marcus, I don't know, or where are you at on Iguodala? Like, it is dragged on pretty long. I do feel like he's got an open invitation, so that's basically the 15th spot right there, right? <laughs> well, I think they're going to – Remember what they did with not. the 15th spot last year? They really wanted to keep it open the whole time. They Gary the camp, won yeah. it. They had a camp competition. My sense is they're going to go back to that strategy because it allows them to potentially save money and also – you know, create a camp competition, which I know, having talked to their people, they actually think that's like healthy for a training camp, right? Is like it just creates competitive juice in the building if you just have people competing for their, their careers, basically. So, what do you, do you guys think Kerr might want after going a year without it? Like a third center, like a, I don't know, I keep thinking Serge Ibaka comes to him. I don't know. I know he's unrestricted and he's like 32, but, you know, a guy like that where it's like, I need another center to come in because that was his history before this year. It was, it was sure, but yeah. they really, he really changed it. Like he's now like, don't need centers. What are you talking about? We had six centers before. Is James Michael McAdoo available? MC? You can get they him. just won a title without James Wiseman playing a minute. They believe he's going to play minutes. So maybe it will prove to be arrogant, but we thought that will, that was what we were saying all season last year. And then they won the title. So I think their arguments like, it worked. Don't tell us it can't work because it just did. And their compromise on that is Bielitsa, right? That's like, you don't really count him as a center, but he is for them. And he can give him minutes here or there. He's a good guy, can hit a three. And, you know, it doesn't quite count in exact calculations for centers, but for them, he does. For Nikola Jokic, he's like, oh, that's a center. That's a tough guy to score on in the post right there. Get me Jason Tatum. I mean, too, you just, just, just sign Bielitsa just to guard those dudes. <laughs> Jokic the stars and, of the league and, and just Luka cannot solve it. And, and, <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Uh, so, they, you know, I think they have different equations now. And you're right. I mean, if, if Wiseman's playing 11 minutes a game, it's 11 minutes of game that they didn't have last season and they may do with it. So now they got to make a room for 11 minutes a game. So, uh, and maybe it won't be 11 minutes a game. Maybe it won't even be close to 82 games, but you kind of have to factor some of that. And he's making what seven and a half million dollars, eight million dollars, nine million dollars times seven. I mean, like these are things that they have to work on, but I don't think they're going to go, we got to get a center. I just don't think, I don't see them doing that unless they lose Looney. Obviously, that's why so much of this is, you know, you go from not thinking you're going to sign a center to we got to go get a center for the taxpayer mid level. Like, I mean, like in, in a blink. And I don't think they're there. I think we might have heard about that by now or, you know, that there would be some machinations and I don't think they're there. So, no, I think wings. Wings, and I would have said a third point guard. I always say a third point guard. I still yeah. say a third point guard. Yeah. I don't care who they wrong, drafted. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Again, <laughs> Steph's not going to play 82 games, nor should he play. He should play 68 or 70. The messaging I've got from that, though, it has been – Last season, when they thought about Patty Mills, remember before the season, or even Drogic during the season, they didn't know enough yet about Poole, but Poole has proven enough to them. Like, if Steph Curry misses a game, Jordan Poole's 36 minutes. Yeah, like, but then who backs up Jordan yeah, Poole in that Poole? game? That's Ryan yeah. Rollins. That's, that's, yeah. 
Do we know that? That's, <laughs> that's what they believe. Team. I mean, that's a re- if Andre comes back, okay. But that's a woo, that's although a they did. Team. How many games did Chiosa start this season? Yeah, so, like we're talking about they, regular season basketball. We're talking right? about regular season basketball, right? It doesn't. Yeah, matter. yeah it's, it's amazing how much. Anyway. But just think about how many things they faked to win a championship this year. I mean, it is amazing. One of their two-way guys is going to be this Lester. I don't even know how to say his last name correctly. Kinones. Uh, hopefully, I said that correct. Uh, but he's a guard. You know, I like. To me, that's how they're refilling the backcourt, it seems. I do think Quinn Derry, I don't know, but I do think he'll get an opportunity on for some of that wing action. I do think they really like him. I do think he's a good defender. Speaking of, you know, like what, what happens if you lose GP2, I could see him getting some of that, those spot minutes where it's like, dude, just go hunt this guy. Just go... Just go track him. Now, he can't play in the postseason if he's two-way unless they, like, sign him at the end of the year, but and he only gets 50 games. But for the regular season, I could see them saying, hey, you got Ja. Just give us some minutes. You're talking about Quindary? Quindary, yeah, Quindary. I just feel like that's a guy who will get some of those those extra wing minutes when they're faking it through the season, TK, when they're just... <laughs> he did on like, Christmas. He wasn't even yeah. on a two-way yet. He was on a 10-day because it was during the uh, COVID outbreak that they had, and he guarded Devin Booker really well in a win. Yeah. Now, now if you're Quindar Weatherspoon, you got like other off non-guaranteed offers like to make the roster, and the Warriors say, we'll bring you back on the two-way, but we'll have an f- extra roster spot open. We're only going to start with 14, and you could win your way to this 15th spot. Do you take that as a two-way player, or do you try to go win a job elsewhere? Depends on how confident you are you'll actually win that job. They do like him. We know that. I mean, they like him. Doesn't mean he's going to get the 15th spot, but if I'm him, I might want I might want to try that out because well, there's no guarantee he sticks on any other team, and it might be a worse situation. Yeah, I doubt it's a guaranteed contract, whatever he gets on another team, right? No, I, maybe, maybe you and I can get him to Orlando, MT. But uh, I mean, you, I know, right? I mean, they, you know, he, they brought him on, they brought him up through the G League, right? They put him on a two way, they put him in games. It would just make sense for him to keep going with that, right? Like that's the path. Like and he and you and he watched it right. Like he watched GP win a spot and end up in the in, in the finals. Like so he's looking at it. He he played next to he was on the bench next to JTA and Damian Lee, like guys who grinded from the G League. So it would make sense for him to stay. And they they like him. Like they they like him a lot. Uh, he that would be interesting if they leave that spot open. That is a nice carrot though, right? Like. Because on this team, <laughs> you really could be in the playoffs <laughs> from the end of the bench on this team. Like, S- Steve is using you. Like, it's insane, but he does. Like, that's that's why I don't know about Ryan with Ryan Rollins. Because you know he's going to end up in a big spot at some point. And it's like, this dude, is. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a wild choice to me that they've just said, yeah, this is our third point guard. <laughs> They have made some interesting bets the last is, year. You know, they are flexing, right? They, they are rolling. They are not on a cold streak. Put it that way. You know what they could do, too, is Andre, you know, even if Andre says he's going to retire, you go 14, and Andre might want to come back in March, right? I mean, yeah, he might just not want to do yeah. the first few months of the season. I mean, he ain't doing them anyway, to be honest, yeah, right? Like, exactly. <laughs> like, so if he comes back in March, uh, you know, it, it, it's the same on the tax rolls, right? It's the salary is the salary. You pay them less, but the tax roll is the same. You know, maybe you keep the 40 spot and see if Andre you know, wants to come back. You know, there's all sorts of just for him being able to talk to people on the bench during playoffs. I mean, that's incredibly valuable. So that's I yeah, Slater's talking me into it. I think the 14 roster spots is kind of the way to go. 
unless somebody just wins them over and they need them like the way GP2 did. But like go 14, save some dollars maybe, and then see what see what's it's looking like in March. And that way you you keep your two-way guys interested and maybe one of them gets on the playoff roster. You, you take a look at everything else. If somebody bowls you over, you do it early. Like there's all kinds of bonuses to, to keeping an extra roster spot there for them. And, and I can see them planning for that. All right. So we got the starting five of Curry, Thompson, Wiggins, Green, Looney, right? Then that means off the bench, you got Wiseman, Kaminga, Poole, Moody, and let's just say Baldwin. <laughs> you assume you sign obviously uh you sign Looney, right? You got Rollins, that's eleven, GP two is twelve. You keep it if you keep in fifteen open, what do they need? Do they need Porter? I mean I I think somebody's gonna give Porter the mid level and then he's out of play. <laughs> but what do they need considering this roster makeup? I mean, I, I agree with you. I think they need a third point guard. Or or Somebody who can run point to like a good wing with some handle would help. Like a Gary Harris would be perfect. I don't know what he's going to go for, but I think they need somebody like that. And I think they need a big. You feel good coming back with Bielitsa plus one other unnamed wing perimeter guy? Yeah, I think that's the plan. I mean, you know, we can all say, hey, you can do better, but we don't know what's available. What if the Pistons buy out Nerlens Noel and he he's like, yo, I'm coming for the minimum? Yeah, over Bielitsa, absolutely. I know. I mean, again, we don't know. They we got Kelly Olynyk already. Come on. Yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, it or could maybe. be a lot of different people. Who knows? I mean, I think Gallinari could be a stretch five for this. I mean, is he any lot different than Bielitsa in that way and a better score? Like, I we don't know who's going to want to do the ring chasing. It's hard. We didn't know Otto Porter last year. We just didn't know. We don't. We know. We didn't know. These are th- these are things that are being communicated right now, but I think the best odds are that it's Bielitsa coming back, and then there's essentially one more spot, and you know that's maybe the wild card spot. That's the Otto Porter spot. So that's could be Gary Harris or whoever. You might go positionally with a point guard, or whatever. But I think we're talking literally one spot. If you're holding 15 open or for Iguodala. You're talking about one spot if it's Bielitsa. It's, it's going to be something like Bielitsa. I mean, are we just assuming, by the way, Bielitsa's not going to go out here and get $9 million a year after his defense? just acting like he can't get money out here after he shut down Luka in the playoffs. You just got to go defensive stopper. Maybe the Nuggets are clear in space so they can get him away just, from Jokic and all Jokic. Like, hey, or Dallas. <laughs> or Boston. I was just gone. Did you guys decide on any outside free agents? Who 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 is it? We're throwing out Gary Harris again. We're just trying to figure out what's really av- what spots really available. And we're basically and if it's, it's two spots and Bielitsa could fill one of them. Two spots. If you leave fourteen, if you leave fifteen open, but that's Bielitsa, Bielitsa, the Bielitsa Porter spots. If Detroit buys out Nerlens Noel, I, I don't know. I've always wanted Nerlens Noel. I always thought he was a good backup player. They're not. I would be so really really surprised if they got a backup center. Another one. I just would be. A traditional center. They're going to want a center who shoots threes. That's just, I mean, just, that's the way they plan this they, out. They, they should want a center threes. who blocks shots. That's what they should. <laughs> yeah, they, they're paying $9.6 million to a, a player that they drafted second overall. They better hope he can block some shots. They won a championship without one. They won one. Is it the back, a back-to-back is different. than second time around where everybody gets to see your flaws. 
they got James Wiseman. And you know what? Kaminga might play some center too, by the way. Like they flipped on this. Well, Steve's the one who flipped on this. Like he wanted you know, line up six centers, all Damian Jones. He wanted Jones veterans. He yeah, wanted he, veterans. Absolutely. He was and not turned into them youngsters in the playoffs. No. And that is not. And now he's changed. going to. Changed. Yeah, it's changed. <laughs> no, well, he just doesn't believe as much in the position anymore. And that makes sense. The league doesn't. And guess what? What usually happens in the league when you see a team win a title, you start to be like, all right, well, how do I'm they sorry, reform Did we not roster? just watch Time Lord? Did the, the entire league you know not what, Marcus, watch Robert Williams? Marcus, if they can acquire Robert uh, Williams, I would suggest that they acquire Robert <laughs> Williams. But I just don't think that's available to them at this point. We're talking about like Andre Drummond and bringing back JaVale to block Wiseman's path. Like it's just, I just don't see them doing it. I don't know that it's a block. It's a third center. He's not going to play all the center minutes. It's the Nanya Bielitsa. That's what I'm saying. It's Bielitsa. He's a piece of compromise. And there is not going to be a huge market for him. If there is, if we're going to send him to the Orlando Magic too, then he's gone and you, you try something else. But they've gone away from the third center thing. I would say with Wiseman, it's even more important because you just don't know if he's going to play and how, how well he's going to play. But I don't think they're thinking that way. They're thinking he's going to plug him in for 11, 14, 18 minutes. I agree with that. But that means, but Bielitsa is still going to play. Yeah, he's going to play. He's going to play. I, I mean, I'm saying all those are your third bench. center minutes. I'm just saying, should it be Bielitsa or should it be a different type of player? That's all, basically. But I see what you're saying. Wiseman is going to be time lord, mini time lord. He's going to swat every shot. He's going to protect the rim. <laughs> not, I'm, not gonna... <laughs> I'm not saying that. But he is seven foot one, and they're going to play him. They are going to play. If he's healthy, they're going to play him and see where they're going to be different, but they're going to play him. They're going to play Kaminga. Like all this stuff, they're going to play these guys. And when Steph, Draymond, and Clay rest, which is going to be a lot, they're going to play a lot and they're going to start some of these games. So, you know, I don't know that these end of bench guys are the same end of bench stuff that we're talking about because they're going to play. Like these guys are going to play. They, Steve always plays end of bench guys. These guys are going to play chunks of time. You know, we even last season when it, when the regular season felt more urgent, there would be like the hey, there's a back to back in Denver, like don't send the main guys, and then suddenly they're starting Pool Moody. You know, this year it'll be Pool Moody, Kaminga, uh, Wiseman. So yeah, and and you know what, they should. By the way, I got to give you credit. You've been saying they should play since October of last year. <laughs> We're just like, yo, how are these dudes not playing? They gotta play them now. They have to. Well, they're creating an environment where they take up half the roster. Yes. Point, so. Well, they took up half the roster like last year, too, and didn't play it. Question for you guys. Uh, you know, take Steph, take Clay, take Draymond out of the mix. Even, you know, take Looney. Who do you think is most likely to have a big jump next year? We saw Wiggins. Wiggins, jump. Wiggins. Yeah. I, I, I think mean, you Wig- didn't say Wiggins, Wig- so I had to No, but, No, I do think Wiggins might. Wig- I, Wiggins might have, like, uncovered Unlocked the Matrix. Himself. Yeah, right. He might <laughs> We're gonna see playoff Wiggins throughout the year now. We uh, that would be. That I would mean, be you, we you could uh, you see Wiggins now. Wiggins is out here, yo. He is out here living like a champion, yo. Yeah, look, he. I think he's gonna have a good season. I just don't think he's gonna like be in the MVP conversation <laughs> or be like all NBA second team or something like that. Like hey, that's all star little... already. He's hey, all star. Uh, he was an all star starter. We didn't call that yeah. third team all NBA. I think a big Jordan Poole season is coming, you know, particularly if he's not extended and he's trying to play himself into like a max or something, which, you know, maybe that's an unwise thing for the Warriors to, to want have looming over the season. But his last month 
we we talk about unlocking who you are. He suddenly turned into like a forty two percent three point shooter on like high volume that last month when Steph was out, and he didn't really give that up in the playoffs. And I think he's just going to come into next season like that player, and that player is one of the more elite offensive weapons, particularly off the bench in the league. Here's a question: the big picture. Someone asked it on my mailbag. I didn't really answer it, but like this could be the year Jordan Poole plays himself off the words because even if he signs them out, if he doesn't sign the extension, like if he's so good that he's got to get 35 minutes a game, they don't have 30. Do they have 35 minutes a game to give him? Like, you know, and, and can they really pay him $31 million a year, even if he's great, the, the way this is constructed and that's good for him. I mean, he should play, you know, he should be great. It'd be fantastic for him, but maybe he just plays himself into a role that the Warriors don't have to give right now in a year then they have to start figuring something out. I, I do think that's in play and it's out of the Warriors control and it's up to Jordan. And if he plays great, like if he's really good guys, do they have a role for him in two years and three years? Is, they have there... to, you can't walk away from that. Not for 35 you know, year old players. I think they can sign him, but I don't know beyond that. I mean, it's going to be pushing him to $500 million payroll and he's going to share minutes with staff and like i, I think i, I would think still Slater go with 35 year old staff over jordan pool that's me steph ain't uh, the question say it again steph isn't oh, the clay? question you're saying clay <laughs> marcus is trying to get me to say it, Sl- slater has a solution for you <laughs> i mean yeah look look contract questions are coming you know clay thompson's among them draymond green is among them do you guys probably saw him tweet out fire emoji on a tweet that mentioned that he will be con- you know extension eligible in august uh and then andrew wiggins is you know to me five months ago the obvious equation that was developing was andrew wiggins was going to you know you could just kind of let his contract run out eventually and right around the time pool's extension kicked in and then you know maybe that's your starting lineup but he's changed the equation with his type of play at his age so yeah there are questions coming and none that we can really answer today the questions they need to answer in the next few days are regarding looney Peyton that is such Porter. an excellent dodge later I mean that is magnificent I love that you play out the season there's no need to rush it now I mean you try to extend Wiggins and, and I think there's a likelihood that they will at a, at a slightly less than max number because I know there's been like reports out there oh like this is the type of money they've discussed like no they, they have not I know this like the Wiggins side and the Warriors right now are doing the more urgent business which is unrestricted free agents which includes you know his agency has other people that are unrestricted free agents from my understanding they won't even get to the table to discuss any contract extensions until later in july and pool similarly i mean rookie extensions are more towards you know september october so while there you may have read reports of like oh you know this type of money being tossed out there like that money hasn't been discussed by either side because we're just not to that point in the nba calendar you know, you can think about it in generalities, but absolutely. But what I'm saying just is they'll try to do the Wiggins extension. It either happens or it doesn't. But the pool thing, I think you wait. I mean, you wait. You can wait a year because he's a restricted free agent in a year. He's not even an unrestricted free agent. And if all things go wrong, you can still just match whatever offer he gets. Uh, not a terrible place to be when you're already paying your guards $100 million a year or times seven. You know, it's just like you, you just part of my initial i guess the word skepticism and, and about pool has been they have two guards who make a ton of money already like that, this is what they have it's hard to figure out a roster where you have three guards making that kind of money it's really it's almost impossible to figure out a roster when you have three guards making that kind of money uh who don't play great defense and none of them do right now 
So Wiggins does. So that's why Wiggins is the priority at this point because he plays a different position and he, plays, and he plays it differently. You know, with everyone else, Draymond and Clay, you don't have to do it now. They have two years left. Like there's no rush to do it. And unless they demand it, then you honor them and you respect them and you have the discussion. But I don't think you have to do it. They've been maxed out. Like they've been, they're making a lot of money. Like that's just what you're paid for. And then you get closer to the end of the contract and you, then you, you reassess. I just don't see what the pressing need is right now. The only way you do it is if it somehow ends up being a great deal for the team. You know, and if, if I don't know why Jordan Poole would want to do that right now. <laughs> I, you know, I think if he's looking at Jalen Brunson to see a $27 million, he's not going to sign now for 20 No, you and that is the way the Warriors yeah. probably would do it if it's like, oh, wow, this is kind of a bargain. But yeah, if he wants yeah, to if give me pool, a, like, a, If it ain't the max that? right now, I would just play it out. But the one thing I will say from a risk standpoint, like look what just happened with DeAndre Ayton. When, when he didn't get something done and then that storyline looms over, you know, a, a franchise. Again, I dealt with it with Reggie Jackson back in the day. I know I've made this parallel plenty of times, but – you know, that situation kind of went south when he came back after having a good playoff run and didn't have a contract, devolved into eventually a trade to Detroit where he got a good contract. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen with Poole, but there are risks to not solving stuff. Always are, and you have to, you know, get a feel for the player and what what's, you know, what motivates him and how that's going to work. I think in the Warriors system, have you just won a championship? If they say they love him, but we just couldn't come to a deal. Let's go win another championship. I think that's set up to be okay. And it still might break down, but I think that's set up to be okay going into next season. Maybe it isn't, but I don't know that you need to say, God, you know, out of this risk, we better pay him $30 million a year. And that's just not even how they operate though. Like they let Kovan Looney hit the market. Steph asked for a no trade. They said no, right? Like Draymond took less money this first contract. Like they pushed him off to free agency. It was like, we'll see what you could get. And remember, he signed for like 70 million. Like Bob Myers, if he has a shred of leverage, he's using it. I don't know why that changes for Jordan Poole. I love Jordan Poole. I don't think Bob Myers is going to change for that. Now, at the end, whatever issue is there, if Jordan Poole gets to max, that solves the issue. <laughs> <laughs> right like and whether it's from somebody else or if the Warriors match it but it, it, to me that's the other thing like we we just watched Stephen Curry come off the bench like it's tough to complain around here can you just <laughs> en envision taking your mind like six months forward though and like Jordan Poole just took 27 shots in a game and there's some grumbling and it's like you know it's like oh man god just searching for his max right now I mean, it's is possible. that not going to happen anyway? Yeah. <laughs> it's know. possible. But you know what? I mean, I they had it this thing. year, though. They had they had a lot of That's what I mean. I mean, and they won year. the title. So the, this is it title. Happen in the playoffs? Like, you know, is it going to happen when Steph Curry's looking at him going, really? That's what really? I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah hold on. Like, <laughs> it, it's, it's just a little different in the locker room led by Steph Curry. Like, it's harder to be that way because it's so anti the culture. And, you know, but I will say this. If I'm putting money on who would break that, it's probably Jordan, it's probably Jordan Poole, who's like, yo, I don't care about this culture. I'm out. He's like, I'm going to do my thing. Like, that's part of his value, that he isn't shrinking from any of those guys. He hasn't, and yet he's used it in a constructive way and to play very important basketball at very important times. So, I, I, you know, if I'm them, you know, let, let's see how it plays out. I, I, You know, I'm always that guy anyway. Like, I just don't feel the need. Outside pressures aren't the ones that matter. It's the inside pressures. And 
the most important thing for them is to try to win a championship next season and then deal with it there and see how everybody plays. I just social media, you know, fire emojis, all of that don't, don't mean anything. If you don't let them mean anything, the real thing is when the contract expires and you have to deal with it. And that hasn't happened yet for any of these guys, except for come on, Looney, Gary Payton, the second, and the mind it's in auto board like, with the names that we've talked about more urgently, but they do have to look at the stuff. They do have to get a feel for the marketplace and then you play it out. And again, I just don't know long range how long how you're going to pay three guards who don't or who aren't guarding Luka Doncic or you know Jason Tatum thirty five million dollars or not. I, I just don't know how you do that. But possibly if he's great, you you, you do it. But you but don't I do don't. that forever though. Like they got one two more years. Of well, they that. got Wiggins making that much. Too, yeah, but Clay <laughs> and Draymond, so they won't make. No, these that's numbers. true. That's a good point. They won't. That's a good two point. Like those it. contracts are coming to an end. That's why you don't extend them. By the way, certainly not right now. Because or you, you extend contracts... them just at a much lower. Well, <laughs> price what do you tag. think you're going to do that? You're going to do. They're going to do that. I don't know. You just play it out again. You play the bleeping thing out. There's no extension if they don't agree to it. So if you're extending them, if I'm the Warriors, it's at a far lower price. I mean, Clay, I'm sorry. As much I know, Clay, people love Clay. He's just not making forty three million dollars again. Like that's not that's not going to be his forever contract. Like at some point, that's coming to the end. So all of that money is going towards Jordan Poole. Like, that's, that's the natural All order of thing. Not, whatever, he, whatever he takes less than 40, his last year is $43 million. So whatever he is under that is what's go, it's going to Jordan Poole. Like, he won't, it's like he won't be making 43 for the entirety of Poole's contract. But, like, this is the natural order of things. These dudes are 30. You got to start transitioning at some point, and you, get a, you can't let a player like Poole go for sentiment, you know, because you don't want to ever say goodbye, but... Like, that's how it works. I think Clay will understand that. He wants to be a Warrior forever. Everybody on this roster who's been here has at some point had to look and say, we're going to do this so we can keep these guys, <laughs> right? And they're going to have a turn. And it's like, yo, do you want Jordan Poole to stay and you want to keep winning while you, you know, gracefully could extend your career? Like, that's a decision they got to make. And at some point, they, they will have to make it. You know, you just can't let Jordan Poole walk because, you you know, all right, Jordan, we out because it's it's so hard to say goodbye. It could have Ryan Rollins ready to go. Who knows? Who knows? Again, we don't have to make the decision now. Those are things. Slater, turn play. me into him, man. You got now everybody going to be thinking I want to get rid of Clay, and I don't. That's Anthony Slater. This is mind control. Orlando Magic more, Clay. Is what you more got. mind control. <laughs> We're at an hour. Marcus, take us out. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Omaha, Omaha. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. 
Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.